No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Well, I spy with my naked eye A hopeful future nobody dies Don't want to be piggy from Lord of the Flies Hit with the rock nobody cries for me Where'd all the Purell go? Corona, you jerk, I think you know Much like Joe Pesci in Home Alone Not a good fella, you're as cold as Frankie Carbone it's a war between man and virus. Don't want to get extinct like a mammoth tusk. Should have put our trust in Elon Musk. Mars don't sound very far from us no more. Don't let your hopes get killed. Only wither away when you listen to Bill. You can lean on me when the prescription's filled with the new vaccine or a jagged little pill. The new Atlanta single is fire and it's not a drill. Well, I know what the newsman said, and it looks like nothing is sure. Let's get out of our dreadful heads and keep our intentions pure. Let's take off the grateful dead and put on the cure. Put on the cure. Put on Mal didn't want to start somber. Look at her. She got. I'm not participating. Yeah, I said are. we can do something cute first and then go back yeah, to somber. Yeah, see, now you bummed her out. Oh, it's, it's all over. She has nothing That's to it. say. Nope. We're facing a global health crisis and it's threatening the livelihood and mental health of countless musicians. Backline is the music industry's health and wellness resource hub, and their work is more vital than ever. Launched in 2019, Backline aims to give artists, crew, and their families quick and easy access to mental health and wellness resources. Backline is currently hosting virtual support groups as well as yoga, meditation, and breathwork sessions. Osiris and No Simple Road are proud to partner with Backline. To donate, learn more, or to get in touch for personalized care, visit backline.care. That's B-A-C-K-L-I-N-E dot C-A-R-E. Go check it out. Help them out, man. Help them out. They need assistance. Donate. What's up? 
Eric Krasno has a new podcast, and it is a podcast with Osiris Media. Osiris. Check yes. that out. Yes. Welcome, so, Eric Krasno. Yeah, Family welcome, grows. Welcome, Eric. Um, Eric Krasno Plus One brings the audience backstage to listen in on the tales told between musicians. What? I like, know. like a fly on the wall. Yep. After 20 years on the road, Grammy award-winning Eric guitarist Eric Krasno has spent time sharing stories with countless artists, and these conversations have been some of his most cherished memories. That's fun. That is cool. Yeah. I yeah. know. I know how that feels. Totally. Mm-hmm. In Eric Krasno Plus One. Eric invites you to hear the stories that unfold over a lifetime as a musician, from early inspirations to discussions about the state of the music industry to the challenges of life on the road, backstage shenanigans, and so much more. Who's going to be on the on the podcast? Um, so guests run the gamut from like Phil Lesh, John Mayer, Dave Matthews, Derek Trucks, uh, Mac Ayers, Marcus King. So Emily a bunch King. of like unknowns. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, while their journeys may differ, the, there's an intrinsic bond that only exists between musicians. So become the fly on the wall you always wanted See? and wish you could be. And uh, enjoy this beautiful new podcast, Eric Plasno. Eric Krasno. Krasno. Plus, plus one. That's how I'd love stuff like that, like yeah. talking about all, like and yeah, the tr- like life on the road. Mm-hmm. And, and there is something some awesome that happens when it's that. two musicians because they speak a certain language. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they were just in the same town last week, so yeah. they can talk on that and just the, yeah, they know yeah. the crowds. The venues. Totally so different tune in for so that yeah. for sure. Check Show it out. Some love. And Osiris grows stronger. Mm-hmm. Can't even go get your hair cut right now. No, you, you can't. can't. But you can stay at home and shave. You, you can could, do it yourself. You could shave your yeah. armpits. You <laughs> could shave the back of your neck. You could have somebody shave your back. You can shave your legs. You could shave your I legs or your, your other. Anyway, it is definitely not the time to be overpaying for razors at the drugstore. And it's also not the time to be going to the, the drugstore. No, either. Nobody wants nobody to go wants anywhere. Nobody wants to even bother right now. So our sponsor, Harry's, knows sometimes it's better to stay inside. That's why they ship directly to you so you can experience the quality of a Harry's shave in just a few days from the convenience of your own home. And Ryder actually took the sample that we got and yes. shaved his head, and it was like this mirrored cue, cue ball yeah. that appeared yeah. walking out swapped. of the swapped. <laughs> So check it out. You guys join the 10 million Dang. who have tried Harry's. Claim your special trial offer by going to harrys.com forward slash NSR. And just on a side note, you guys, I went and checked it out and this offer is three bucks. Seriously. Um, you don't have to sign up for monthly. You can do this as a one-time thing. Um, you just go on just there. Check it out. You see if go you like check it. it out. See if you like it. It's three bucks, and you're gonna get a lot of stuff. When you go to redeem your offer at Harry's.com forward slash NSR, you get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated and a travel blade to keep your cover and your razor dry. And it's easy to grab on the go when you can finally leave the house again. Plus, this stuff is rad. It Look, this is a return to quality. It's like two bucks a blade. They've cut out the middleman. They have like this factory in Germany that's been making blades for like 100 years. So you get the, you know, high quality blade, but you get it at a factory price. And... The blades are delivered right to your door, so you don't got to freaking go anywhere. Well, your mailbox. Yeah. And 
If you don't dig it, they give you 100% of your money back, and 1% of everything they make is set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better health care for men and veterans. So that's important. Go to harrys.com forward slash NSR. Hook yourself up. Don't let your beer get freaking frizzy and all whacked out. Don't let your pits get all 1970s. Why not? Because, no, don't. <laughs> Just don't. And you can go to. Shop, Shop Tour, tour bus. bus and hook yourself up with yeah, you a can. new t-shirt. You can get yourself a Grateful Dead inspired t-shirt or a sticker or a hoodie. And it's I was just doing collages with their inserts. I, really? Yeah. What What do you mean inserts, Melanie? So in that um, beautiful box that you receive with your hoodie, t-shirt, stickers, you're going to get some cute little other things like candy, maybe a tape well you're gonna get yeah. a bootleg right? with your order a bootleg you're gonna get a pencil to spool and then it comes with like cute little sometimes wrappings or stickers or whatever and a thing that says thank you for your order kate packed your box or whatever yeah, so that's really cool there's like some really cute stuff and they always cut it, it does like the mine came with an article on the dead and then the other mm-hmm. side is a really cool picture and there was some stickers mine came with like and a then the whole sheet of like the shop tour bus little bus oh yeah. Like, yeah mine came with like it. a um a bunch of people laying in line for a dead concert in the 70s with an article behind it yeah so. i had a robert hunter article and you're going to get that shipped to you for free if you put in the promo code no simple road when you check out they will ship it to your house for free Go support our No Simple Road family of sponsors. Check out Shop Tour Bus at shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and get more, more than, than you bargained bargain for. for. And 420 is finally over, Apple. Are you happy? Uh, yeah. Yes, I am happy. Why are you happy? Where do you work? Where I work at Define Premium <laughs> Cannabis. Which happens to be a sponsor of the show as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you look that up, it's D E F Y. In eat all right, yeah. So yeah, I had we had a very busy day. Uh, Four twenty was really weird this year in the middle of the COVID thing, but the crowd we had crowd not a crowd, but we had a line all day and did the social distancing and a very very long day. And here uh, we are, yeah. So and here we are. So come on in to Define in Hillsboro or in Forest Grove if you're up in the Portland area. Uh, or when you get a chance to travel up here in the future. Yeah, someday. But if you come in, we will take care of you. All of our bud tenders are highly educated. We will get you set up with, you tell us what your ailment is, and we will find something to help you out. Actually, Uh, when you go to the Hillsborough location, if you go in and you ask for Apple, when he he comes out of the back, he's in a giant Trojan horse dressed as a Spartan Uh with a shield and a sword made of cannabis. And he comes and he that's sticks the sword in your ear. And when he does that, you know exactly the product that's perfect for you to buy. And that's how they take care of you at Define. I want, to, <laughs> I want you to know that you're part of the No Simple Road family. And when you go there, if you tell them that you listen to the show, you're going to get 10% off your purchase and a free T-shirt. So go to the location in Hillsboro or the one in Forest Grove and take care of your head, man. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work. 
that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. idea really i i didn't either yeah darwin what are you doing man she really is pretty cool he just came over and like put his hand on my or his, his hand because you said darwin, darwin doesn't I'm saying have hands yes, and that's his head that, that is his head, head on my hand on your hand hey now no simple road family how you doing out there yeah i think everybody's everybody, doing pretty everybody good everybody hanging in getting getting used to the what do you call it mel the, Q- the QL? quarantine life, the QL. The QL. We, we live in the QL up here in Portland. <laughs> <sighs> All right, man, we're back. No Simple Road is back for another fancy installment. This is a this the is fancy like a, installment. Yeah, yeah, this, this is kind of this is fancy. <laughs> this is a twofer. You're getting a twofer this week. Yeah. You're getting uh, the Garcia Project, and if you are not familiar, they are to the Grateful Dead. Or wait, with Dark Star is to the Grateful Dead what the Garcia yeah, Project yes. is to... Recreating Jerry specific band. Jerry Garcia band shows. Yes, mm-hmm. thank like, you, Apple. Like Dark Star does, like a time, like July 4th, 1976. You know, we're doing that show. That's a very bicentennial date you got just... <laughs> yeah, that's what July. popped in my wow. head. I didn't even realize it even <laughs> as I was saying it. That, yeah, the bicentennial. Um, I actually that remember that. I remember that the 76 gas station down the corner from my house had handing like out, a, all, <laughs> handed out, handed out. Yeah. We're the gas stations and they hand out all kinds of cool little doodads. Um, this is Mick Bondi, uh, and Kat Wilkerson in the first part of this episode. And then the second half is with Maria Moldar and, uh, they are all part of the Garcia project 
Kat and Mick are two of the musicians. Uh, Mick plays guitar and Kat sings. Yeah. And Maria helped produce and sings on some of the tracks as well. A lot of the tracks. Of this new yeah. album that's out, Spirit, that's coming out. It's freaking amazing. There's a lot of presence yeah. like, on this album. It's a really sweet CD, you guys. Like It's a total Saturday, Sunday morning out on the porch. Smoking a good one. Well, smoking a good one with your coffee, maybe a little croissant and just <laughs> feeling real good. Like it's just, it's uplifting. It's fun. It's colorful. And they're so talented and they're fun. It's You're fun uplifting, to fun and colorful. Those are all <laughs> adjectives that describe you, Mel. Oh, well, it also <laughs> describes a Garcia project. It, yes, <laughs> it does. And they, they Something like go check them out, check out their site, check out their music. Something they do when I when we were reading about it is that they take it even a level further, and that's what Maria said about it with the instruments. Uh, yeah, yeah, like the, he he has built his own rose. Uh, his own rosebud. guitar, Rosebud. <laughs> I blanked for a second. His own Rosebud. His own Rosebud. And they, and they create, you know, they they searched out like what amplifiers they were using. And like, built like the cabinets and, and used the electronics. To recreate the sound. And uh, you'll hear in here, that's uh, when we get to Maria, the second part. That's what attracted her to them is that to they. To the project. Yeah. yeah, to this project is that they took it so seriously and so passionately and she said when she heard him it was like oh yes i want i want to be involved this and hearing is magic hearing stories like she was telling about being in the recording studio yeah. with jerry and you know hearing mick and kat's um passion yeah for the music and, and, and the so sound like and such Kat, sweet people yeah they just it seems like they'd just like slap you with love like yeah. just yes. by meeting them like all like oh what was that you, you know just gotta slap with love yeah yes. this and they have such a mutual respect for each other you know and cat and mick they yeah do. their story's sweet yeah they're, so complimentary everything about and, this yeah. both of both of these interviews it's cool man. yeah it like warmed really, your heart yes. you know it warmed my heart to have these <laughs> interviews and we're doing them back to back, but we actually really did do them back to back. Yeah, this happened like we paused the recording and took called. A, took a few little took, minute break. Yeah, and then and we got like five, took five and then <laughs> called Maria. It's funny, Kat um, told Dennis after the interview, she said, I guess she doesn't do many interviews. And she said that she kind of found her voice Aww. doing this. And, and I, I loved you would, her You voice. would never know that. Like, Yeah. I loved her contribution yeah, to was, what we were talking yes. about. Yeah. She was awesome. Oh, and that's awesome. Yeah. So you guys are really going to dig this. This is really special music that these these people are making. And this is Grateful Dead family royalty, basically. And, yeah. and if you are a fan of the Jerry Garcia band, you probably are since you listen to No Simple Road, you need to check this album out when it comes out. It's the Garcia Project, and it, the name of the album is called Spirit. And what they did is they took um, the spiritual songs from the Jerry Garcia oh, band. Oh, yeah, they're the, all awesome, spiritual. Sisters and Brothers, like, Gamora. Yeah, um, and that was, was Gamora, their all favorite, was the one that they... Yeah, yeah all, that's yeah. where it seemed like, where mm -hmm. they sang together and, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's really rad, so when it I comes like out, check it out. I like how we kind of came full circle again, and now we're back at the dead for, a f like, these later episodes, you know, like, we're a hundred and however many episodes in. 151? Right, and so, like, 
I know not every single one up to this has been about the Grateful Dead and the like that original, you know, uh, cast, but it is right now. And I think it's a really cool thing because it's kind of like it a is. comforting story, you know, like Grateful Dead is home. Yeah. It yeah. Really Coming is. back to like, like Big Steve and, yeah, exactly. and this Ed Maria talking to her. I mean, these were people that were, they were like us with Jerry and Phil and all that. They were part of the band, you know, yeah. they were there from the beginning. And, and, and saw the thing, everything. And the thing I love too about Maria, which I didn't know this until we like, I got talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody knows the song. She's won several Grammys. She's and, her and, own star. Uh, yeah, in, when, in, in seventy two, she is the she wrote "Midnight at the Oasis," which I think I don't think there's hardly anybody out there that hasn't heard that song. If you haven't or don't remember, we can put Go it look on. It up. Yeah, we put all did after Midnight the interview in Latin. <laughs> we danced to her CD or well. Yeah. It's, what is it now? It's not a CD. It's, yeah, <laughs> a, a, a digital file. <laughs> what do you say? Music. Yeah, we danced to her yeah, music. Yeah, to her music. That's it. That's the only thing you can. We really streamed. Say. No matter what. Tunes. Yeah, no matter what is pushing it out of the speakers, that doesn't matter what's on the other end. What if it's a yeah. baby cat, and the baby cat has like one of those crank things with little buttons it's, it's on like, it? It's still gonna come out of the speakers the same. Um, I'll also. Yeah, Aaron's losing his fucking mind yeah thank you apple for <laughs> saying that so eloquently <laughs> i was kidding there's no way of, of, of dancing it. around it why aaron's aaron's kind of getting out there a little since the quarantines i know aaron's <laughs> lost his fucking mind it's all he's right he's got that weird yeah, like shoulder uh-huh. ear twitch you know uh-huh, like. that, and that look that odd like just, <laughs> just stare like stares into you okay like. i gotta i gotta <laughs> confess something i was making coffee last night before bed and i don't know what movie it is but there's a character called crazy eyes i th- it is orange is the new black has a character called crazy oh yeah eyes. yeah the the one girl in yeah. it well crazy eyes is also from uh the new guy it, it was with eddie griffin or so right <laughs> where the, the, yeah <laughs> yeah and, and uh i'm making coffee and i caught myself like crazy, crazy eye and shit and i was like oh shit i, I wasn't joking like I was just doing that for real. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! So you're so right. So Apple's right. Yeah, ap- mm-hmm. Apple is. It, it, yes, Apple is right. Yeah, it's, he's all right. Help he's everybody. Like, he, yeah, <laughs> it's going well, crazy. everything's okay. You know, he's everybody. But it's like, all right, brother, hang yeah. in there, man. You know what, man? You know what's going to come out of this? The coffee maker's going to shut off. Oh, in the middle I wanted of us to recording. say something too because I never talked about this. Um, has nothing to do with the sweethearts we're interviewing, but. Uh, my Thursday night classes, I decided to stop doing those. So it's just on Tuesdays on Instagram, my little yoga. Oh, me- oh med- meditations, meditations with, with Mel. Mel. So that, if you guys were wondering, if anybody was wondering, um, it's on Tuesdays. I simplified my life and ooh, ooh. decided to, you know, keep more time Do for Mel. Mel. Yeah. Be Mel. Well, That's part of meditations with Mel. <laughs> Spending more time <laughs> with yourself. <laughs> wow. Look at that. That just yeah. kind of worked hey. out. It did. So. There it is, guys. Something, Everybody. something that uh, is going to come out of this whole quarantine thing is a renewed creativity for a lot of people. I feel like that because I feel like that myself. All this craziness that's going on in my head right now, when this is all said and done, lyrics. it's going somewhere, man. Yeah. It's going to get poured into No Simple sure. Road and come out as something. I don't know what the something is yet. It's still like, you know, like in... They make a golem out of clay. 
or like I'm still an like elephant out of out of tin foil. Tin foil? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, when they do that, well, I'm <laughs> just now molding the golem's arms and and legs. It hasn't come to life yet, so we'll get there though. But anyway, follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road. Follow us on Facebook at No Simple Road. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com and go to and do the, all the things and the stuff. I, I, like, I was like, you do all the things, the stuff. You know what to do. If you go to the family tab, yes, you, you can do. you can sign well, up it, for the newsletter. And if you go to the gear tab, there are No Simple Road T-shirts, No Simple Road hoodies, and there's other stuff up there that you guys can purchase, and that helps support No Simple Road and. Like we've said for the past few weeks, man, our spring and looks like our summer is in the midst of getting canceled and we need your help, man. That is how we pay for the rest of the year. And so we are struggling artists along with our musician friends out there and we need your assistance. So you can give a one-time donation at PayPal at either info at nosimpleroad.com or nosimpleroad at gmail.com. Or you can go to Patreon and sign up monthly for as little as a buck. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash no simple road. And like I said, that a buck to a million. If you do a million, we'll throw a party with you and we'll, we'll go on a boat and we'll probably sail somewhere. And when this is all done, not probably. right now, we can't do that right now, but yeah, you get Sounds the like bullshit. You're just making things I, up. I'm not. Probably if that happened, sale, maybe. if somebody gave a million <laughs> I'm going to hire a cat to make me coffee. <laughs> yeah, and then my unicorn's going to take me off. Oh, Keep sorry. going, man. What's going to happen? It's, Where's I don't, the unicorn I don't know. taking us? I haven't lost my mind yet. The unicorn's going to take us to the ice cream islands <laughs> and, and, where and, and, we're and, and, all going to yeah, get ice cream. I haven't lost my mind yet. We're going to slide down the chocolate syrup fountain. Okay. Okay. Wow. All right. So you get the idea. Yeah. I, I love I love how it now comes to like when we first started the show too you felt like you, like you have to go to Facebook and make sure you hit that like button and then now it's like Facebook come on social media everybody knows you guys do know the what thing, to do man do the thing mash the button like us leave those reviews you oh. know what's awesome is the steady new listeners that we're getting yes that is freaking fantastic so any new listener that is out there that just happens to hear this episode welcome thank you for joining no simple road to the family and uh we appreciate you we love you we don't just appreciate you we freaking love you man and you know what because we love you you know what you should do you should go to uh apple or uh, what is it? apple podcast that's apple what it's called podcast. and no you should no reviews you should leave a review we have no reviews for april come on is this april? but we've had some really beautiful letters we have and you know what thanks you guys and also last but not least I've brought this up. I put this in our story on Instagram and I said it in the last episode. I've been having really weird fucking dreams, man. And if you're having weird dreams too, I really, really, really want to hear them. I'm thinking about trying to like maybe do a cartoon of your weird dreams. Not a like, like still cartoon, not motion picture, but animate your cartoon. So if you go to, um, Call in at 971-808-1524. That's the tepid line where you can call in, leave voicemails and all and that d- stuff. Do it. Because if you're sitting out there right now and being like, no, nobody wants to hear my crazy shit. Yeah, we do. Aaron does. I totally do. No, you can't speak for us on this one. Aaron yeah, does. Aaron does. Aaron will respond. Aaron probably will make a cartoon out of it. Aaron will, Aaron will do things with it. And he needs he needs 
something else to <laughs> during do. the he day. He needs some fun <clears throat> projects. Yeah. <laughs> so say, even if you think like, oh, this is some crazy shit, send it to Aaron. Trust he me, will, he will it's not crazier it. than the dreams I've been having. And I just, I think it would be a neat project. So yeah, hook it up. 971-808-1524. Also, thank you to John B. for responding to my shout out to all of our fellow uh, family out there listening to check in with us and he wrote us a sweet ass letter uh is a chan donator sent us a one-time donation send us a one-time donation he is feeling the covid with his family back home and all that stuff and he still has time to reach out and donate and want to sit there and talk with us and let us know what's going on so if you guys listened to our last um heads talking episode that was john b and again, thank you, John B., for always being a supporter of the family. And we got yes. a shout out, Dan, uh, Daniel E. Uh oh, yeah, man. Daniel In the midst e. of this thing, he signed up for twenty bucks on Patreon yeah. every month, man. Daniel, and we love um, you, man. I just finished your collage, Daniel. So it, um, I will contact you. I don't think you have to. I think I have his address. Oh, you do? I may. Wow. I'll let okay. you know. But anyway, may, so thank might. you for those um, just, you know, constantly supporting in your own ways, guys. Thank you well, so much. And didn't we talk about this too? We were kind of, well, we did this with John B., the Heads Talk, in the other night because right now we were kind of throwing around. It, it's it's kind of hard to have a lot of subjects to talk, like goofy headlines and things. It was really fun having having a, oh, yeah. a supporter, a friend, family member. Yep join us on heads talking and we have a few other of our family listeners and stuff that we're going to be talking to but if i, I mean we kind of want to hear what's going on with you guys out yeah. there yeah man Absolutely. if anybody out there wants to you know shoot us a shoot us an email the the message line something yeah, if anyway we want to get to know each other better and right now we don't have a chance to get out there and go to fa- that's what i really go miss to fa- too I've never been to fest. <laughs> there I go. Like festivals and things like that. There's no concerts right now. And we were really starting to have a group. Our, our, our crew was like growing every show we yeah, went to. Was. And now we don't get that. So you're all our crew out there. Reach out to us and tell us if you'd like to join us for, you know, a five, 10 minute Instagram check in. Be part of Heads Talking. Yeah, or awesome. Just share your story. Even if you don't want to be on the air, we don't have to put everything on there. We want to hear what's going on with Very you. Very true, guys. That is true, man. And, you can get in touch with us um, so through, many ways through email at info at no simple road.com or no simple road at gmail.com. You can call the hotline at 971 808 1524. That's 971 808 1524. Or you can go on Instagram and shoot me a DM and I will answer you. And I mean, or singing telegram, bat, bat. A bat, a bat signal, signal, yeah. Um, smoke signal. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a cool letter too. Um, check this out. This is from Eli. Hello there, new-ish listener here. Started with the Kyle Hollingsworth episode and decided to take the dive, and I'm now on episode 15. I just wanted to express how in love I am with y'all, with what y'all are doing as a program and as a fellow human. I've been following the scene since early 2015 and found my true love for the dead only a couple years ago after covering their music with my band. Wow. They now fill my ears more than almost every other band that I enjoy and their music feels like home. (laughs) Huh. That's weird. And (laughs) it's people like y'all that make me so grateful and proud that I have come into this family. 
Your vulnerability and openness is altogether inspiring and grounding, and I resonate so heavily with everything you discuss. I was in tears listening to the first episode where Aaron recalls seeing the dead as a young punk, being torn wide open and pieced back together with a whole new path before him. Seeing as the community that the dead brought to life did that exact same thing for me when I went to my first festival. Feeling out of the loop my entire life, playing in a punk band with, uh, without much substance, and that whole cathartic consisted of dwelling on the past without much hope involved, until the life force at the festival shook my hand, welcomed me home, and I gave into the groove and haven't looked back since. You probably get quite a bit of mail, so I'll spare you the fanboy rant. I just love you guys so much and look forward to one day where hopefully we can connect on a personal level and share truth with one another. Keep up the beautiful work, family. The energy you're putting into the world is something that it is in dire need of. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. Wow, Eli. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Eli. That's what I was talking about, those sweet letters. Like, however you guys want to send them, thank you for sending them. And thanks for (laughs) the fanboy, like... We love that. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that you threw we that freaking in. Oh, love no, that. Stop. And, and the part stop. too, it's like I bet you get so many emails. Like we don't. Not gonna do, no, yeah, we read we, them we too, really guys. Want more? There might more. be like love less than a handful that we don't read, maybe because they're super long or, or super personal. Yeah, or yeah, reasons. So well, that's why I reaffirm yeah. that like you can send us something to tell us you don't want, and we will not air it or yeah. talk about it on the show. Yeah, we, just make sure you put that up at the top because all I got a big fucking mouth. Oh yeah, you guys. Yeah. I'll be like reading it and get to the bottom. Oh shit. They said they don't want it on the air. So yeah. All right, you guys, Eli, bro. Thank you so much, man. That, that, especially right now, like that kind of stuff is like manna from heaven. I'm excited for him. He's only 15 episodes in and like we're 133 in or 135. Like how fun during quarantine to me. That's like, that's like, that's like throwing nice, like wood in the fireplace. Yeah. Like or when you're at home, you're, yeah, like all of a sudden just like, oh, I feel warmer, more comfortable. Yeah. And we thank love you. Eli. Thank Thanks, you, Eli. Man. Yeah. That's what it means to be part of the Daniel, Nosa Road family. Daniel, Eli, John B., Kat, Mick, Maria, and Dennis McNally. A huge shout out to Dennis. Yeah. Thank all right, you guys. so much. We're going to get you there. Here we go. You ready? Sit back, relax, roll yourself one, pour yourself something, get your blanket, and. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you the The Garcia Garcia Project.
project that's who we're calling we're gonna do it right now i think yep there's things things are dinging hey hey this is Mick, and we got cat here too hey aaron hey guys how you doing good how you doing thanks for having us yeah stoked to have you guys here this is this is uh, exciting for us man and I, for us as well there's um two others here with me and have oh, awesome. Hey, guys. Hey, this is uh, Mel, uh, one of the co-hosts of No Simple Road. I'm so glad that we are able to get you two. We were listening to hey, your CD all morning. Oh, right beautiful. on, Mel. We've been listening yeah. to past podcasts, too, and now we love you guys. Oh. We're such fans. Oh, so. Right on. <laughs> Thank you. And, and then this is Apple, and welcome. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us today. Hey, Apple, right? Yep, Apple. Yep. Right on. <laughs> It's his last name, and it it it's, it I fits. Love it. it fits. Well, nice. guys, let's get the elephant out of the room before we start. How's everybody doing? Hanging in there? <laughs> we're we're doing pretty well. We're um we're uh we've been on the you know we've been on the road for like six years. So um, we were in California when um, everything hit, and we were getting ready to go out on tour, and we just got our album in the mail, and that day, oh. you know, we just got all the news that. Um, everything was canceling and closing and it just kept rolling and rolling. So fortunately we've got a good friend in uh, Petaluma and we're, we're shacking up there and we've got fast internet and we've got a place to be and everything for the time being. And um, it, so it hasn't been, you know, too bad for us. We've just been focusing on the album and yeah. doing some live streams here and there, you know, that's cool, man. That that's that's always nice to have a place to land when things get sketchy like that. And oh yeah. It's amazing. You know, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you first. Just uh, you know, the the people in our lives and, and this community, um, just our our hum our whole humanity, you know. But certainly our our scene with the Grateful Dead and this extended family or tribe that we just know we have, you know, not um, we just Mick and I, but every Deadhead that's ever traveled and crashed on a stranger's couch and <laughs> is just astounded by the generosity and the instant family. Um, so I'm still blown away by it daily and grateful for it we did end up in our happy place accidentally here in northern california (laughs) and so the sunshine and the blue skies i feel very grateful and uh and i'm feeling all the i'm feeling everybody's energy and all the positive thoughts and things that are happening yeah at the same time as as all the negative 
Yeah. So yeah, thanks for addressing the elephant. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing. That's, I mean, when this started, like thinking about doing a podcast interview during during it on the onset, I was like, "How are we going to do this? I don't know how I'm going to do this." Yeah, we're so used to like talking to you guys. So, so what are the dates you have lined up? Where are you playing next week? And yeah. now it's right. You know, that, that's right. kind of removed from it. Well, then it kind of brings us to the present moment, you know, and like kind of like you were just saying, Kat, like recognizing what is literally happening in the world right now because there's no distractions of um, future plans or any dates. So like literally, how are you feeling? What's happening right now? Mm -hmm. Like it brings you to the here and now. And that's one thing that I kind of have been appreciating about this whole thing is like we're getting to hear about people right now you know what i mean like we're getting to hear about the person not necessarily the craft or the plans or Or the persona it's real talk it's um someone said today that it's the first time that we're collectively as a whole planet having a collective experience um you know besides being alive and all that stuff (laughs) but you know um as far as like what's happening in our daily life right now um so there's a and the stopping this forest break and um you know being forced to stop and think like oh wait a second where is everything at you know how are we liking our lives and our society and you know all the things that we know are trouble in the world and the things that you know bother us and we complain about but we don't have time to do anything about um because we're too busy just you know trying to survive and doing what we got to do um but we do have time yeah. now mm-hmm. you know to figure out like oh well wait a minute Maybe it wouldn't be so hard to make a difference, you know, um, you know, whether it's just shining the light to, to undo, you know, to combat the darkness or if it's calling my, you know, town representative because I have something to say, you know, and uh, um, so, you know, it can go in a million different directions, but I have really smart friends saying a lot of smart things right now. That's right. And uh, we do have time to think about um, how we want our, our lives and society to look. Yeah, it's a it's a really unique opportunity. And you know, something that comes to mind hearing you say that is bringing it back to the music, the, the message of the music that you are particularly, you are putting out is such a intense spiritual, um, deep thing. And that ripples out into the world and causes consciousness to change. And so that doesn't stop just because you're not playing a show. That music is continually out there. It can be streamed. It can be viewed. You know, there's all these different ways it can happen. So just the music really, truly never stops. You know what I mean? Like it it can't, it can't. And that vibe is still out there. But I want to ask you something. And it's funny uh, in the the CD that Dennis sent us, um, Mick, you had written a little paragraph on, on the inside of the CD. And, and what you said in there is, paraphrasing, you know, that, yeah. that a Jerry Garcia band show <clears throat> was like church. Yeah. And it's yeah, funny. I mean, it's funny, man. I, I always said going to a dead show was a party. Going to a Jerry band show was church. But and Cat then, always said, 
to me when I met her and everything, I, she's the first one I heard say this, but same thing. But she was like the Grateful Dead Saturday night, Jerry Garcia band Sunday morning. Yeah. 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 I couldn't agree more <laughs> with myself and you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's as true like now that. as was it true then? <laughs> yeah, totally. But I love Saturday night too, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what I was in for. I was 19 years old. I got sprung on the dead in 89. And in 90, a friend of mine took me to a Warfield Jerry Garcia band show. Mm, I didn't nice. I didn't know anything about the Jerry Garcia band first time I saw them. And I left there like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> like that was the most insane thing. I I mean like that level of spirituality I hadn't experienced through music cuz I didn't grow up a a religious person like mm-hmm. my family's mm-hmm. Jewish and not very. So that wasn't in my wheelhouse, man. And so, but for wow. you guys, what, what attracted you that same thing? Um, for me, what attracted me, I, I kind of ended up at my first Grateful Dead show around the same time as you by accident. Um, somebody had called me a deadhead and I had said, well, what's that? You know, <laughs> and, uh, and before I heard of the Grateful Dead, um, but besides just the instantaneous connection with the community, um, it got me that it seemed like there was an alternate version of society that I'd been dreaming of, you know, and even if it was just a parking lot at a stadium for that one day at a time that it was a, it was a better world. Um, people were treating each other kindly there, you know, it was literally strangers stopping strangers to shake their hands. Right. Or um, somebody's car is not starting and strangers just run over with tools and jumper cables without being sure asked, pride. right? And, and you're walking around at a, a stadium like Foxborough Theater, um, Foxborough Stadium, 100,000 people there, and nobody's brushing up or bumping into anybody else. And if they do, they go, oh, sorry, brother. Hey, sorry, sister. Much love. Have a great show. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's making an extra special effort. So I felt that um, that connection, better version of society and spirituality right away, but, um, you know, not in a in a, in a in a denominational or dogmatic kind of way. Um, you know, it was always more loose than that. It was always more wherever you're at at the moment, wherever you're coming from, wherever you're going to, um, there's songs, you know. It's music, it's people, it's everything all at once. And it means something different to everybody every time. Um, but, but so the spiritual stuff um, that we put on this album was one collection of things um, that ended up getting pretty literal but it comes from a place of hearing a whole bunch of music that we've never heard before um through jerry just loving songs and having them move him and uh so i don't want to divert too much right in this one point um no it's it's true i mean i i started seeing jerry with the grateful dead in 87 and i was uh i was blown away by you know jerry's tone and his delivery of the song and um, after my first Grateful Dead concert, at the end of the show, we're hanging around. Everybody's like, I'm, I'm just like, whoa, what did I just experience? And my friends were like, what'd you think, Mick? And I was like, I thought I was being really funny. And I said, uh, yeah, but imagine if you went to a show and Jerry did all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> and, my, and, my, and my longtime, you know, friend who had seen Jerry and the Dead so many times and brought me to that show was just like, I'll just go see Jerry Band, man. And I was like, what? what? There's a Jerry band? I got to find this. And, you know, I went out and, and sought out Jerry band and 
with no internet or anything. And, um, you know, just word of mouth and, you know, looking up stuff in Relics Magazine and talking to friends. I scored some tickets to Jerry Band the next year. And, oh, <laughs> I felt like I was home, you know? I mean, it was, uh, it was like the Dead show, only it was different. And, you know, it, it's hard to to say exactly what was different, but it, it, there was a different vibe and it felt really good. And um, I remember Jerry did Mission in the Rain at that show. It's probably the only song I remember um, in my heart and soul. And uh, that song just kind of went through me and his guitar tone just kind of rattled the inside of my chest cavity, you know, and it was just, you know, changed my life forever after that. Wow. Were you playing music at that time that you saw uh, the Jerry Band? You know, I was, but, you know, I was playing, I I'd play in the parking lot with people and I had um, a little tribute band called Tapestry that played, you know, Grateful Dead and original stuff, but we didn't, we didn't do anything like the Grateful Dead, you know, we, we weren't like, like DSO, you know, doing, yeah. you know, shows and we we're just playing for having fun and everything. But the Jerry catalog, the Jerry band catalog at that time was like a holy grail for me. You know, I was like, ah, I can't, I can't play Mission in the Rain. I mean, I just, yeah. I, you know, I just enjoyed listening to it so much, you know, and it wasn't until many years later that I was actually able to, to dig in and, and, and actually perform these songs and realize that, oh, I, I want to do this. Wow. So flash forward, how did this project come together? Well, it was about 2010. Um, you know, I'd, I'd been playing a couple of the Jerry Band tunes, and I had a friend of mine that played organ at a, at a local church. And I said, hey, do you want to play some dead, Grateful Dead with me? And uh, he said, um, oh, I hate the Grateful Dead. He was an old curm curmudgeon, church-going guy, you know, and everything. And, and he's, yeah, yeah, his name's Tom Lee. He's a great, great guy, great guy, but he played Hammond so well. And I said, man, I got to turn him on to some of this stuff. So I made a CD back then called, that I called, I just markered on it, Jerry's Church. And it had all the, all the Melvin Seals kind of stuff on it, you know, and Sisters and Brothers and uh, throughout the lifeline and other good tunes. And I, and I gave it to Tom to listen to. And he was like, I love this. What is this? And I said, that's Jerry from the Grateful Dead. Man. Like, no way, you know? So, um, what do you think you was know, so different? You know, cause it's like the same, but not is it like, what was so different that caught him that time? In well, your opinion? I mean, you, you know, that term, uh, I think Jerry threw it out there that Grateful Dead is like licorice, mm -hmm. you know, not everybody mm -hmm. likes it, but people that do love it. Right. Well, you know, I think he was just one of those guys that, you know, a 20 minute plane in the band did absolutely nothing for him. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, but, a, but a rip in second that emotion, you know, did, you know what I mean? So Got it's it. like, yeah. So there's some different, yeah. you know, there's, there's a lot more, there's a lot more like high level, like there's a lot more jamming, I guess, with the Grateful Dead than there is with Jerry Band. And you there's more the, mainstream songs in the Jerry Band catalog yeah, that Jerry other Band, people would know. Right, right. Like, how sweet it is, right? You know, like I said, second that emotion, um, mystery train. I mean, Jerry Band was a cover band, you know, and um, I think a, a lot of mainstream folks can can appreciate Jerry Band. Um, maybe, maybe even if they don't even care for the Grateful Dead at all, mm. you know. Well, I know that that's a lot of the stuff that now that you're saying that I, I didn't realize that because. I didn't get turned on till much, much later in the 2000s. You know, I was not, um, 
I, I just, that wasn't on my radar growing up, uh, Deadheads or, mm-hmm. or that scene. But um, I did know a lot of the songs when I started to hear it. I recognized it. And it was a lot of those covers, like you said, Second That Emotion. And um, one of my favorite, The Thrill Is Gone is one of my, like, that is my yeah. favorite. And I didn't realize that that was his stuff. And so uh-huh. I, I always loved that stuff and didn't know, oh, that's the debt. I didn't, I didn't realize that. So I can totally see how the licorice applies at that mm-hmm. point. That licorice <laughs> yeah. <permanent. laughs> so, so you get him in there and he's, he's likes the songs. Then what he happened? likes the stuff. And you know, we pulled in a couple of kids from a local, we went down to an open mic night in Saratoga Springs and picked up a couple of kids that were jamming pretty good and everything. We said, let's just, let's, we just wanted to have some fun. And I really was just, I was so into the Jerry band catalog, you know, and at that point, you know, like eighties and nineties, Jerry band with Melvin and mm. Gloria and Jackie and stuff. And, um, so anyway, you know, um, we were listening to that stuff. And at the time I was working for a, a PR firm in the area, we were doing a fundraiser for a local hospital and, uh, the organizers and stuff of the fundraiser wanted a band. And I said, oh, I got a band for you. And I, I told these guys, I said, Hey, we got a gig. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I uh, put a yeah. set, I put a set list together, and it was it was uh, it was how sweet it is. I shall be released. You know all of Jerry's wow. tunes that he was doing, and it went over like gangbusters. People loved it, and there wasn't a deadhead at the event. Whoa. And I was like, wow! And everybody that was there that came to see us said, "Oh, you guys got to keep this going. This is great." And they couldn't believe it was our first time playing. You know, yada yada. Mm-hmm. We um. We, we said, wow, and we booked another place at the same, another show at the same venue like a month later, and we put some of the clips up on Facebook. Facebook was just kind of starting up for, you know, we used it for the band uh, early on, and it helped us out quite a bit. Um, but then uh, Kat Walkerson saw our second show, you know, some of the videos, and reached out to us and said, you know, hey, you know, I'd like to come sing with you. And we're like, who's Cat Walkers? <laughs> and and so we looked her up and she had, you know, sang with Melvin on some runs and she's played it, sang in a, a Connecticut band called Legion of Jerry. And wow, she's got some chops, you know. So she came in and joined us and uh, the band just took off after that. You know, it was just, uh, we, we, were, we were local, regional, national within a couple of years. And, Whoa. Um, that it was wild. That quick it, then. It happened really quick. Um, you know, we, we, we got some great gigs starting up. Uh, you know, Kat and I together, uh, we've been working on this since the beginning. As soon as she joined the band, it was, you know, a partnership was forming. And, you know, so we worked really hard to make the right choices and do the right things. We turned down more gigs than we took just to maintain. We wanted a good show, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we did this one festival um, up in New Hampshire and uh, we headlined it the first year we played it, and people went nuts. And the next year, we brought Melvin Seals to play with us, and they went double nuts. <laughs> and um, you know, after that, you know, we just we just took off after that. You know, and it was just it was just so much fun. And that's when we started doing you know full set lists. You know, like uh, people are calling us the DSO of JGB, and I think that <sighs> describes pretty much how we do it. You know, we actually do. Um, full set list from 76 through 95 and the same style and arrangement you that when you like dso and the fact that you guys are doing that too that's really i think the the level of you know forethought and practice that must go into doing those shows is immense and 
the fact that you guys are doing it and having such a wonderful response, that is, that's amazing. You guys, that's well, we, a really, we really love it. Thank yeah. you so much. I mean, we, we actually, this is our mission in life. Um, and so right. you know, we're celebrating 10 years this year. Aww. Congratulations. Yeah, you guys. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And we were, you know, so happy to work with, Maria Moldar on this album. That's a, that's a whole well, other story. Well, she's on our, like, we're, after we hang up with you guys, we're actually going to have her. So we're going to do this. But yeah, we're going to yeah, do a double episode a double with episode the both of you guys. Oh, that's oh, great. Yeah. Thank you guys. It, it's so awesome to make these connections, you know, while we're all, you know, alone together. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kat, how did you, so he said that you heard, like, how did you hear about them and go to join them? So, you know, my story is long, like everybody's, but I had just Do done some shows with Melvin, right? Thank you. And, um, it, you know, and, and I was like, now what, you know? Um, <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, and I'm playing in my in my local band and loving life and everything, but I'm kind of in transition and sort of woodshedding as Melvin ended up putting it um, in upstate New York, just uh, house sitting for a friend's cabin. Um, they went and went to Florida for the winter. And uh, I'm up there just shoveling snow. And uh, like Mick was saying, Facebook had just come out. This is like working on yeah. 10 years ago now, right? And uh, and I saw that these guys were right down the road, so to speak, like only three hours away. That's how isolated I was and looking for a musical play date. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I just reached out to them. And there's something special about Mick singing and playing, you mm-hmm. know, that just cut through. And when I reached out to them, they're super nice and hospitable and... Tom, the organ player that Nick was uh, talking about, asked me what I wanted waiting for him. He was going to get me pizza and wine and beer or whatever. <laughs> oh, well, writer, already <laughs> so started. sweet, right? Yeah. My first introduction to the backstage writer hospitality. <sighs> um, but just, just great, really great folks, you know. And uh, and they, they just kind of out, they were outshining everything else, even though everything else was bright and awesome too. So um, sounds- but seem to be in it for the right reasons and paying attention to the sound. and um, So, yeah, it, it was an instant connect um, on every level, personally, musically, for Mick and I. And the, the rest of the beautiful history has been such a wild ride so yeah. far. <laughs> and once we uh, we got into, we realized our voices went together, you know, like there's, um, there's a, a certain connection musically you have to have with um, musicians. And, uh, yeah. and luckily there, there, there's a pool of, thousands of us you know and we all love to play together and everybody has a, a different flavor and part of the story they bring to it um and then sometimes you know you get up to make music together and things don't work and sometimes they do you know it's always worth it to go in there and see what's going to happen it's like getting in the sandbox yeah. like Phil West said that right like yeah. terrapin is one of those musical sandboxes where you can all come together and try things out um but yeah, there. As far as Mick and I went, I was had a real respect for what he had done with the tone of his guitar and his rig. Um, he was standing in front of some wall of sound that I now know much more intricately. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew that sound that I hadn't heard since Jerry was coming out of it, and you know he just couldn't get enough of that. Um, and loved the way he was singing and how our voices went together. And then uh, you know, so and again, uh, both of us came to Jerry Band kind of at the last minute and uh, and I love that Jerry band that's my Jerry band you know mm-hmm. so it's bo- vocally speaking um with Marie and Jackie um with Gloria and Jackie and Melvin on the keys and that big soulful organ church sound yeah. you know um, so and then I only later came to realize that they're you know the whole history um and then went back to the mid-70s stuff where Donna and Maria were doing the vocals and there's all these other songs 
voice and it was a whole different sound because there was a piano um, instead of the organ and, and things were more groovy and no one was in a hurry for anything. Hanging on every note, seeing where that might go. You know, don't worry. If anything's perfect. Just go on this awesome, like youthful, exploratory ride. And we love still going on that ride with like a 1976 show. Um, yeah, and that, like and then, songs like Moonlight Mile were in there. And, which is a Rolling um, Stones cover. Like, again, cover, cover, cover. Uh-huh. Like, like Jerry was playing whatever he heard that he liked, right? So just like uh, he pulled all these spiritual hymns together. He also pulled together all this bluegrass and Motown and, and Americana and rock and roll. I learned all these different songs and genres because I loved anything Jerry played. And then once Jerry played it, I would hear the song and then go look into the origin, <laughs> origin of the song. Um, so he turned us on to just so much good music. Isn't I forgot it, where I started, it, but those are some things <laughs> I was going to say. That came to mind in this moment. Yeah, well, it's such a luxury for Jerry to play like any kind of music, and it's still his style. And what he does, and he's exposing it to a whole bunch of people that never would have heard those that music otherwise. You yeah. know, because yeah. he has such a you know wide genre of things that he's like musically in love with and playing it and what a great thing to, for you guys to be doing too like well, you, you said that first uh, nobody was a even a deadhead at that <laughs> yeah. performance like that yeah. right there the see, I we love get the, a lot of folks at our shows that are you know you wouldn't classify them as deadheads but they come to our shows all the time and they love it and they and they meet the other deadheads and they're like wow they, they say to us even though they're fans too, I guess, because they're coming to the shows. They say, your fans are so nice. You know? but and I know they're talking, they're talking about the deadheads, right? But, but they, they intermingle with the deadheads. You know, deadheads are generally a, a cross-section of who we are in America, but with a little bit of a different kind of outlook on life, you know? And, yeah. and I love when I see, you know, families coming to our shows and kids and the deadheads you know, go up to them and go, let's dance, you know, and they're like, mm. okay, you know, and it's just, it's so much fun, you know, and, it, and, and they're getting a taste of that without going to see, you know, a Grateful Dead concert. And yeah. And, and for you guys neat. too, I wonder, like, I know for myself, the community meant so much to me, the, the whole thing of, of Grateful oh, yeah. Dead and Jerry meant so much. It means so much. It's such a huge part of who I am in my life. And, and then once we started doing No Simple Road, having the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, not recognition, but just being accepted by that community for what we're doing was a yeah. huge, like, uh, le- made me feel legitimate to myself for what I was loved, what I loved. Like, it, it and oh, right on. Do, you, do, you, do you get what I'm saying? And so, like, you, Jerry's turning all these people onto all these different kinds of music. Well, he's gone. Now you guys are doing it, and now you're the ones that are turning it's, those it's, people. It's on. a trip, man. It's. Yeah. A, I mean, I mean, I think I can still remember selling grilled cheeses at Hampton Coliseum right. '88. You know, yeah, I remember that, and I go back to that in my brain all the time about being at that lot and what was that like, and how did people treat me, and how was I treated, and you know, how can I do that with others. And, you know, to tie that into, you know, full circle, our first tour in California, um, we came out here uh, because people, you know, Facebook did one thing for us and that got us kind of some fans all across the country um, before we traveled, you know, before we started touring. Mm -hmm. 
and I booked a tour out in, um, in California and, uh, we had five shows and one of them was the Sweetwater Music Hall. Oh, shit. And the guys in the band at the time were like, how the hell did you do that? And secondly, they were like, who's going to come and see us? We've never played there. And, uh, we sold out the Sweetwater Music <laughs> Hall the first time out. And wow. when we were there after the show, we went and talked to some of the, some of the folks and everything. I'll be honest. I was nervous as hell. I mean, I was like, yeah. we're, we're playing, you know, in Mill Valley. Jerry's hometown. Well, so, so this biker guy comes up to me. He's a biker hippie, you know, but he's a big dude. And he comes up and he goes, man, he goes, you come into Jerry's town playing Jerry's music, Ooh. using Jerry's name. And you killed it. And he gives me a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow. And he's like, you know, Jerry used to sit out on the steps out there and, you know, he would just sit there and play acoustic guitar. We'd go down and just hang out with him. I was like, no way. And he's like, yeah. Wow. He's like, man, he's like, those days were so good, he said. And you're helping and he goes, keep and you, them going. Yeah, you know, and, and through that, we've just met so many other people like Dennis and Dennis came to our show and he gave us this blurb about how it brought him back to 92 Warfield. McNally, yeah. yeah. He was hooking us up with like you guys in yeah, an isolated dude, time. We're so grateful for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, he really has um, done so much to bring the community even closer, you know, through the shows, oh, yeah. right? Through the shows we do that, um, you know, the oh, festival yeah. Skull and Roses through this yep. medium and it makes it so much smaller in the best possible way. You know, it makes us be able to, oh yeah, I remember. More family. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just want to thank you guys for, for keeping it up and doing your part to make it the same, but different and beautiful. Oh. Oh, right on. Um, thank you. In return, it's all of it. You're, you know, you guys are right. It is. It's just as much a community and a, you know, it's our music now, yes. and it has been. And and I love quoting Jerry and listening to Jerry quotes. And I remember this one interview where he said that uh, I'd love to build something that couldn't be torn down after I'm gone. You know, and yeah. it's like, hey, I can't stop counting <laughs> how many years it's been. Yeah, and uh, we're still going strong and having these conversations and. Uh, and it is important. The music is now kind of like our folk music, right? It's for everybody right. to play, for every band. For There's all these, um, Nick and I have traveled so extensively, and we love to stop in on any Grateful Dead band that's playing anywhere in any state and uh, and get to know them. And, and oh, we've had in with folks. We've, we've had experience. bands open for us in different towns. And it's just, the community is just everywhere. Yeah. You know, we love that. Yeah, on any given Friday and Saturday night in normal times anyway, you know, and now yeah. everybody's online. You can check them all out. Watch everybody's them checking everybody out. It's so In cool. their living room, in their bathroom. Yeah. 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 You, you know, the basic like things that go, it is, it is the music and the music is the vessel and the means and the, um, the way that we share energy and everything. But everything that we've been talking about that you guys are bringing up um, all the time too is so important. I'm so thrilled that we're thinking about um just light and like just a higher consciousness and just you know how do we want things to look and that we're not powerless actually we're in complete you know control of every choice we do get to make you know yeah Yeah, just having the conversation brings it like it it makes it there you know it's 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 in front of us and that is a huge deal right now it's in front of us like I was thinking about you too um I mean do you ever contemplate the fact that musically you like found each other and this is what you're doing like I know now you're already in it you're used to it but like that initial thing that's a big deal to find something that you're supposed to be part of amazing yeah I I, I mean I feel blessed I mean when when Kat came into my life 
you know, the term soulmate, you know, has a trite connotation to it, but it's, it's, I mean, you know, to meet someone like her, we share the same passions with music and life and, uh, to be able to do this with somebody like that, you know, is, is, Ah, I just can't tell you how blessed I feel. You can hear it. It's it's so special. It reflects in the music. It comes out. You can feel it. Well, and there's a lot of tenderness in the way that you both talk. And Mm -hmm. so you can feel that as well, like that underlying um, uh, gratitude. Yeah. Great. All right, Arnold. Thank (laughs) you for that. Um, We are, we've been insane. There hasn't been a day that goes by that we're not insanely grateful and astounded at the opportunity. Um, And people have, told us that um you know that the fact that we're doing what we're doing gives them permission to do what they want to do you know because we all should follow our passion right and not get sucked into something that we hate that's fueling a lot of negativity you know and it all sounds idealistic but yeah it does you know and uh so when all this you know like for everybody at once things stopped right like we're saying and you know everyone had to go oh my god like um you know Maybe especially like we, that could have been the moment where we went, oh no, what have we been doing with our lives thinking that we could do this for a living, you know, <laughs> or whatever, right. um, you know, because you don't have that traditional stability and, you know, we've made a lot of choices and trade offs. And, um, but really, like it turned out that everybody's in a pinch no matter what choice <laughs> relatively speaking you know so it's like well wait a minute what together. possibility yeah. is that don't tell the right. life secret cat <laughs> yeah right <laughs> they finally let me on the air usually tell that mix speak well this I, has been so I, fun. I appreciate you, too. you two Thank so much. You. I, you know, I can't wait to meet you guys in person and give you a hug. I would love to meet you <laughs> oh, guys. Likewise. Thank yeah. you so much. And yeah. so, just real quickly before we go, mm-hmm. um, you said you guys had listened to the album yeah. and you're, you're enjoying it. I love it. Um, oh, great. I love great. it. It, um, it brings, yeah. me, brings me right there, man. That's in and, and, and a new way. That that's oh, that's what I was gonna say, and I know. And before we go to, I just had a, a quick question, and this will maybe put you on the spot for a sec. But yeah, Aaron Aaron got me into the Dead. Uh, went to the first Dead show in '91, and then in '92, he uh, was like, "We're gonna go see the Jerry Garcia band," and I'll never forget. I'm feel very blessed that I got to see him at least once. And we went to Shoreline Amphitheater, July 26th, '92. Uh, and to me, I've listened to, you know, I've listened to everything since and still one of my favorites, and I was so glad to see it, was the close that night with What a Wonderful World. Oh, yeah. And the entire that, place yeah. was just tears of joy on everybody's mm. face. So my question is, do you guys have a standout, like one that you love to play or one that you just love to listen to? Or just do you have a, a favorite a that kind of rises above the other? What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York. A podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Well, that's, you know, it's such a tough question. The songs are all so good yeah. and they touch us all in different ways. Um, it, I think it changes tour by tour too, you know, but 
Um, what a Wonderful World is one of those tunes that we have done shows where, you know, I was part of the encore and we've done that. And, you know, the feeling just starts rushing back as soon as those opening notes come out of the, mm-hmm. you know, that feeling you would get. And, um, but I always come back to Mission in the Rain is one of the tunes for me that there's just something, you know, just uniquely special about that song in particular because it was one of the first ones that touched me so deeply at a Jerry Band show, um, whenever we play it, it's, you know, it's in my DNA mm. and I, I don't think about it. You know, it's one of the songs I never think about playing. We just play it, you know, it's just one of those. Sometimes <laughs> I think about, or, you know, oh, we're playing it. Are we playing it 83 style? Oh yeah. Jerry was all, yeah, da, 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 and we got to do that, you know, so I'll be overthinking things, wow. but even if Fishing in the Rain isn't one of those sets, it's just like, it just, it just comes out, you know? Wow. It just comes out. And, uh, so that's rad. for me, Kat. I don't know about for you, you know. But. Yeah, my favorite songs always change by the day. You know, it's just that they're all there for when I need them, like a deck of cards. You know, I can yeah. pull them out. Yeah. And, and they always seem to play the right ones. The right, you know, <laughs> even if you're listening to a recording. So, um, But I love singing Gamora with Maria. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Yes, that was, we, yes, right before we and came I, in, we were listening to that one. Oh yeah, I just so love so it. that one on the album. You know, the the whole album is is we we tried to take it from you know Jerry's bluegrassy acoustic days all the way through you know and trying to give each song you know a feel for one of the eras that you know Jerry was there with our own twist on it. But uh, in particular, Gamora was one of those ones where I always loved the way Buzz Buchanan, who was Jerry's drummer in seventy seven seventy eight, um, loved the way he played Gamora and that one and I'll be with thee. So when we did the album, we said, Buzz, you know, you're here playing it. We love the way you play it. Just play the way you play it. Oh wow! And, and that's what he did. And to me that those two songs have that kind of 78 feel. Of course you got Maria singing with cat too, for the vocals. And that brings it there too. Um, but yeah, it's pretty, it's just, you know, pretty cool that we were able to play with Buzz and, you know, get those sounds out of them and stuff. It was, it's the perfect album for sitting outside in the Pacific Northwest on a Saturday afternoon in the sun. (laughs) It was mid morning. It was beautiful, (laughs) man. And and I, I can't thank you guys enough for continuing what's so important for this community and for all of us. And thank you for having us. Oh, and I just want to make sure people know that the album, some folks were asking, you know, is it still in pre-order? Are you guys, it, it's available now. Um, we have our fulfillment house shipping out CDs. Um, but the great thing is we've got an instant download now. So if there's anybody that wants to just download it, listen to it, it's an MP3. You know, oh, yeah. don't kill us for that. But um, I think the CD sounds a little better, and we're going to do vinyl eventually too. But um, if people want to download it, they can go to thegarciaproject.com slash spirit. And they can download it right away. Where can they, is that also when things start back up where people can find information on touring and dates and shows and all that? Yeah, we, we have, yeah, we have a tentative date in June. We're not sure. Uh, We're going to do a couple Bay Area shows and maybe get up to Oregon again. Yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. Yes. If you guys come to Portland, uh, you got a place to stay. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Or at least Thank whatever you. you guys can do, dinner, overnight, whatever. We'd love to have We'd you. We'd love it, man. We'd love it, yeah. You know I mean? We love playing. We played Portland a couple of times, and oh, the folks up there are just so kind, and the food is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee and food up here and beer, man, and good, yeah. and good weed, too. <laughs> no, yeah. no we definitely want to come back up. But, yeah, but we'll have all our dates up there. Our, our um, So it was some tentative dates in June for the Garcia Project with Maria Moldar and Buzz Buchanan. 
Um, and then August 1st, we start our, uh, I think it's our fourth days between tour. Mm. Uh, we've been doing, uh, every year for the past few years and we're going to be doing that on the East coast this year. Um, and we're going to have some special guests with us out there too. Um, I can't announce anything just yet, but okay. it's going to be amazing. I can't, I can't <laughs> wait to hear it, man. You guys, thank you so much. And um, stay in touch, please. Stay in touch with us. You have yeah. my number now. Hang on to it. And yeah, I'll, I will. Thanks, I'll, Aaron. I'll Thanks, let Apple. you know when this yeah. is coming out. Yeah, enjoy your happy Likewise. place. Likewise. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah, thank for you hanging guys. out with us on the virtual virtual porch. Virtual. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, it's our yeah, pleasure. Love you guys so love much. You guys. Thank you so much. Right. Take care. Right. Bye. Take care. Bye. I got it out before. Part two. Part two. Part, Part two with Melanie's Belch and Maria. All right, here we go. Maria Moldar. This Hello. Is- Hi, Maria. This is Aaron. Hi. So does it sound any better? It sounds wonderful. Okay, great. We're good to go then. We are. And so Melanie is here with us. Yeah, and then we have Apple here as well. Yeah, and this is Apple. That That's my last name. Hi, Apple. And nice to meet you. So, Likewise. Where are you all calling from? We are calling from Portland, Oregon. Where are you? Uh, I'm in Mill Valley, California. Mm, beautiful. Marin County. Yeah. And and you're well. Where Jerry and used to live. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into that. How did you get started playing with the Jerry Garcia band? Well, I, as you may know, I um, I had a big major hit in 1974 a song called uh, midnight at the oasis and um and uh it was you know nominated for a couple of grammys and cover of rolling stone all that good stuff and right at around that same time i fell madly in love with john Kahn, and he with me he was doing some gigs with me to promote the um the the album and the song we we did the Johnny Carson show and some other big TV shows together because he was such a wonderful bass player and I wanted nothing but the best. So anyway, through, through that, through that little series of gigs, we fell madly in love. And, um, and, uh, later that spring, I think it was like in maybe June when, uh, John Kahn was uh, producing, uh, Jerry's first, solo album he invited me he asked if i would be into singing some harmonies with jerry on some of the tunes and i said i would be delighted and that's when i met jerry and um sang uh, sang harmonies on a few of the cuts in a little studio here in san francisco and then um shortly thereafter uh i moved up to marin county from la where i had been living to uh join households with John Kahn and his son and me and my daughter. So we were all living up in Marin and every chance I got, I would go to a Garcia gig because I love to hear them play. And that was when John, uh, when Ron Tut was uh, playing drums, he was so amazing. And Donna and Keith were in the band in that incarnation. Anyway, they would invite me to sit in. And then the next thing you knew, Jerry said, say, why don't we just have Maria be, a, you know, he loved hearing the two, the two, uh, 
girl singing harmony with him. And so he said, why don't we just have Maria be part of the band? And so everybody thought that was a great idea. And so did I. And that's how, how I came to be connected <laughs> wow. to, to uh, the Jerry Garcia band and the whole Garcia family and everything it represents. It's a, it's a really beautiful thing. It really is. It, it's touched a lot of people's souls and, and lives and, I appreciate what you did and what you're doing and what you've done. It's, I, it means a lot to a lot of us and um, it's just really something special. And it, I, I'm curious though, back in the day, you well, are, it was, you, it was and still is my extreme pleasure. Aww. <laughs> you, you, you had this huge, huge musical career that was going on. So you, you already knew the ropes for sure. Yeah. But how was it different? Was it any different coming into that world from outside of it? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, um, uh, it was uh, it was different in that that the whole Jerry Garcia slash Grateful Dead, you know, um, scene was a culture unto itself. And um Unfortunately, I mean, there were such a lot of wonderful things about it. Unfortunately, there was also, you know, the, uh, the, the abuse of certain, or I should say several or many substances, (laughs) but, um, so that kind of was a part of the, um, of the scene that I didn't take to very well. I'm going to shut my computer off because it's making all kinds of rude noises. It's become possessed. (laughs) I'm going to force quit. This is the worst time for your laptop to quit working. I'm telling you. Okay. So anyway, as I was saying, so that's the part that I found, you know, the lifestyle was a bit challenging for me because I was bringing up two young kids. Jenny was about, Maybe she was nine, and Jamie uh, Khan, John's son, whom he named after James Jamerson, probably the greatest funk bass player in the world, by the way. Mm. Anyway, so I was getting up and being a mom and getting up at, uh, you know, six in the morning to make them breakfast and drive them to school and so forth. And then we'd have a rehearsal scheduled over at Front Street in San Rafael, but they didn't, it didn't even start to. 10 at night and then 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 we'd wait around for the hell's angels to bring over you know whatever so sometimes it was midnight before we got started so those kind of things were a little challenging for me but the music was so much fun you asked a question i'm answering it honestly i appreciate that that's that's what this is all about and and this is just us getting to know each other it's you know Mm -hmm. it's easygoing and it's okay Maria I want to bring it back to something you said that he liked um the harmonies um what was it that he liked about it was did he like the sound was it just having females what 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 did Jerry like about it yeah well um I mean okay you have to understand that John Kahn was Jerry Garcia's musical director Jerry First of all, they had a, I just want to mention this now, they had a real soul brotherhood together. They were just the dearest of friends and beyond friends. They were totally soul brothers. So, and John, unlike most of the musicians around here, 
during the 60s and 70s. John was a, a more educated musician. And so for that reason, that's one of the reasons, uh, uh, in fact, often when, when uh, there were a lot of bands in the 60s out here, you know, all kinds of hippie bands and so forth. But when they would want to do an album, they would... Um, they would often call on John to be the bass player, even if they had a bass player, because he was just so right on and played so well and so forth. But so for that reason, and the fact that Jerry just loved his playing, um, and just where he was coming from musically, Jerry placed a lot of trust in him. And John, quite frankly, and you'll hear it if you look at the, you know, the lineup of songs on all of Jerry's albums, John had a huge... Um, record collect a, a huge R and B blues and soul record collection, and also a gospel collection, which we'll get to that subject in a minute. So on the first album, Jerry does several early soul tunes like uh, "Let's Spend the Night Together," and uh, God, I can't think of some of the others right off the top of my head, but uh, um, but those were the ones I was asked to sing on, and. That's part of the stylistic sound of early R&B and, and soul music is to have girl backup singers. And so, uh, 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 and I think, you know, we all love Jerry very much and he did have a very sincere voice, but perhaps not the most dazzling voice right. you ever heard. Right. So I think he was also quite pleased. For, you know, that whole style of music, harmonies always enhances the sound of just one person singing, yeah. as long as they're good harmonies. So <laughs> I think Jerry was, you know, pleased to hear how it sounded and that it just would enhance his voice. And it's, it's just a natural stylistic thing that went with the kind of music he was choosing. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That may, so how... How did you come to be involved with the Garcia Project? Well, so a couple of years ago, so since that Midnight at the Oasis record I was mentioning earlier, that came out in 74. I've made 41 albums since then. Oh and I've been... And several of them nominated for Grammys and this and that. And I've, you know, mostly settled into what I call bluesiana music, which is a combination of um, the kind of New Orleans blues and R&B and swamp funk that I like to play with my band. So a couple of years ago, I was out touring behind whatever my latest record was. And uh, Kat and Mick came to my show and introduced themselves afterwards and said they they had this Garcia tribute band called the Garcia Project, and they were wondering if I would ever be interested in, in maybe doing a gig or two with them and recreating the harmonies I did with Donna Jean Godshaw, you know, with Kat. So I was a little dubious because I didn't know what they sounded like or anything, but I said, well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm open to that. So they got in touch with me and, and um, said they had a couple of shows out in California and, um, and I ha happened to be free. So I said, okay, let's do it. Let's see what happens. And so, um, then they started sending me, uh, you know, some, they sent me tapes of 
the original Garcia tunes and then the way they did them. Mm-hmm. And right away, uh, it was so wonderful to hear those songs again because Jerry, oh, you know, with the help of John, I have to say, but always chose such wonderful songs. And he wrote quite a few good ones himself with Hunter, of course, but um, I, I just loved reconnecting with the material. And so I kind of studied up on it and tried to, you know, kind of brush the cobwebs out of my memory and learn the parts. And they came over to the house. We had a couple of vocal rehearsals and did the gigs. And I just loved doing the gigs because, um, first of all, they have a wonderful band. And I really like the way uh, Mick Bondi who plays guitar in the band, he, you know, there's a lot of tribute bands and, and I, I'm not a huge fan of tribute bands in general, but I don't feel like this is a tribute band. They're not just playing the tunes that Jerry and the Jerry Garcia band did. I feel honestly like they're channeling the spirit of what it was that, that Jerry was putting out with his music. And, and when I was on stage with them, it all came back to me. Um, um, mixed guitar playing. They, they very reverently and lovingly with the greatest amount of respect and reverence are recreating, you know, they're not just doing the Jerry songs note for note, but recreating and conjuring up the spirit that Jerry put, put forth. And I could tell right away because, uh, you know, uh, Mick would take a solo and it, 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 it had that wonderful communal feeling of like, it's not just, oh, well, we're up here on stage and they're down there in the audience. After a song or two, we're all in it together and you know at a certain point in you know certain solos the the whole, this wave of joy comes over the whole audience just like it used to do when Jerry was playing and um it, it, so it just makes me happy to do it i i very much enjoy doing it they they play all over the place and of course i have my own career still going of course nobody has anything going with this no. friggin virus thing going on but and but usually but i um i just enjoy playing with them whenever they're on whatever coast i'm at and we can make it happen together so you produced this new album is that correct yes i did um after a few gigs i noticed that they were you know they had a i had all my cds at the cd table and they had you know these cool stickers and logos and different little merch things. I said, well, why don't you have an album out? You should be trying, you know, you could be selling some CDs. And they said, well, we have it that we, we've never recorded a CD. And very shortly thereafter, they uh, uh, called me and asked if they could have a meeting with me. So we, um, we all met over at Phil Lesh's um, restaurant slash club Terrapin station over here in Marin. And, uh, and they said, I think it was just about a year ago, in fact. I think it was like Easter Sunday or Palm Sunday or something. But anyway, um, they told me they had this idea for making an album that would feature the spiritual songs that Jerry Garcia 
either, you know, performed and or recorded and or wrote. And I just lit up at the thought of that because I remembered, you know, that some of the favorite songs I did with them were spiritual songs. And so I said, wow, well, you know, they wanted to know what I produce it and and they did not have to twist my arm, folks. I I just thought... Yeah, I I just um I just loved the idea and and um so that's how this whole thing came together and I happened to be sitting with a dear old friend of mine Peter Rowan's former wife. I've known Peter Rowan um you know for over 50 years cuz we go way back to the folk and bluegrass days of yesteryear <laughs> together. So anyway, that she pipes up with this great idea. Well, you should have uh you know they were saying well we and we'd want you to sing on it not just produce and maybe we could you know get a couple of the other people that are alumni of various Jerry Gar you know Garcia band incarnations and 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 so Leslie Rowan pipes up and says, wow, you should get Peter to do it. I bet he'd love to do it. So we thought that was a good idea. And Peter, of course, thought it was a wonderful idea, too. So um, Peter, as you know, was with Jerry in his old and in the way days. Right. The band, the bluegrass band he had with Jer- uh, with. Uh, I'm sorry, with John Kahn, David Grisman and, and Vassar Clemens and and so he's doing three songs that Jerry used to do way, way back in the day. Three, uh, and they're m- more like uh, semi-acoustic, um, you know, like b- sort of bluegrass slash right. country gospel tunes. So that was a very good period of Jerry's musical journey that we definitely wanted to represent. And then uh, a lot of the other songs were songs that came out of John's absolutely unbelievable gospel record collection, and some from my gospel collection as well. Mm. Um, and that would include Ride the Mighty High, and uh, Sisters and Brothers was a sensational nightingale. We had a lot of records that were... Um, you know, from the more old school gospel quartets. Right. So Sisters and Brothers is a big favorite from from that and Ride the Mighty High and um and then but my favorite stuff on the album is the is the song Jerry oh, oh and I gotta mention two others. I'll be with the always loved to do that with yeah. J- Donna Jean and uh and Strange Man. Those were both songs that were originally done by an absolutely amazing uh, gospel singer named Dorothy Love Coates and the Gospel Harmonette. She she passed away recently, but she was just formidable. I mean, she had an anointed voice, and when she sang, you you got the message, and you got you got chills up you and down your, your spine, toenails to your to the tips of your hair. Yeah, exactly. It's what we call in the little uh, black church I go to, I just got a dose of the Holy Ghost. (laughs) And so... So so anyway, so those were all so I so right away, you know, we were thinking of all my favorite songs. And then uh, probably my most favorite song is Gamora that Jerry yeah. wrote with Hunter and I find it even back then to this day I find it 
such a, it's a beautiful, it's a very prophetic song. It's very simple. It tells, uh, it, it tells a Bible story that has a message that's very apropos even right now. Yeah, for right now, about, very much so. Yeah, in fact, I would have to say one of the reasons I'm so enthusiastic, at first I was like so disappointed that days before our CD release gigs, that's when the, you know, the stay in the lockdown in place orders went out here in California, and we couldn't have been more disappointed. And then I thought, you know what, we're going to have to reach out online more. So in a way, in the end, more people will hear it. And never was there a better time, as at least spiritually speaking, for this album to come out, because every song on this album carries a very important message mm-hmm. that people really need to hear now more than ever. So anyway, that's, um, that's kind of the sort of basic idea and, and intention behind the whole project. And we got Jackie LaBranch to come in and sing on it. And, uh, and J- um, Jason Crosby, it, 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 who's just an amazing piano uh, keyboard artist and also played the most beautiful violin on uh, Palm Sunday. Another one of my favorite cuts. Wow. So that's enough for me for a while. Now you ask me a question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just thinking, like you were just mentioning how um, on time this album is. It's almost like prophetic in a way. Either that or timeless. Well, that's all of the above, I think, you know, I I, I think I I tell you, I've always had this feeling about Gomorrah, which is the story of, do you know the story in the Bible of of Sodom and Gomorrah? Yeah, and Lot and his wife. Yeah, we're familiar. Yes. So, so basically the Lord, you know, according to the story said he was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because there was so much wickedness going on. But since Lot was such a righteous and God fearing man, he was going to spare him and sent an angel to warn him. and, And the angel said, tell him to, when we give you the warning, just grab your, your, wife and family and your immediately belongings and just head for the hills, just run away from the town. And, and, um, and, and they said, don't look back because if you do, you'll be turned to a pillar of salt. So of course, in the story, the, the, the destruction starts, I'm sure it was like an earthquake volcano kind of a thing. And, and so they start running away, but despite the warnings and and Lot admonishing his wife not to, she couldn't resist looking back at all the her 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 friends and her, her her you know her wonderful belongings and all her material goods she was leaving behind and who knows her new patio furniture whatever it was <laughs> she. She just had to look back, and in that moment, she was turned to a pillar of salt, probably by volcanic ash. So, the I've always thought of that story, and 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 especially the way Jerry wrote wrote it in the song. It it it, it's, it really tells a lesson that if you're given. A, 
an opportunity to leave something that isn't working for you behind, whether it's an addiction to a substance or a bad relationship or some bad business practices or whatever kind of shit you were doing that isn't serving you or the world. And you're given the chance to be delivered from that. You should just take that and go look nothing but forward and get as far away from it as possible. Because I've found that it's, I've known a lot of people who, for instance, you know, had various substance addictions and it was always when they got clean, went through all the trouble of getting clean and sober um, and detoxing and going through all that, which is an extremely uncomfortable process to go through. It's always when they decided to, you know, some friend came sneaking, sidling up to them and saying, oh, come on, man, let's just get high one more time. And the person thinks, oh, yeah, I, I got this under control. I'll, I'll just have a little. It won't hurt me. And that's always when, in fact, in, in junkie parlance, it's called chipping. Like when you, you've been clean and then after a few months, you, you just say, oh, what the hell? I'll just have a little hit. And that's always when the pe- person dies of an overdose. Salt. And that's happened to, to Janis Joplin, um, uh, Mike Bloomfield, uh, Paul Butterfield, just to name three very good friends of mine who, who, who met their demise that way. But it's even, be, it's beyond just, just about drugs. It's, it's anything you're, you're in a mess. You're in a bad situation. You're given the chance to move forward. You're delivered of it. Don't look back fondly at it. Just keep going forward. Keep your eyes ahead and keep going forward. And I think what with what's going on now, I think a lot of people are experiencing life in a new way, maybe. And, and oh, yeah. I think that, uh, you know, we're sitting here and we're, we're, we're not allowed to have all our luxuries and all our normal habits and pleasures of, you know, for me, it's going swimming. I swim a mile a day, but anyway, and now I can't swim, but mm. you know, you can just go, Oh gosh, I want to, but I think we're being given a chance to maybe look forward to, you know, creating a new kind of life that isn't as toxic as the life we've all been living as a society as a whole, you know, I and I mean this you. on a planetary, huh? I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing, you know, a great song brings you different messages at different times. And so, um, you know, I get that with the best Dylan songs as well, but to me, Gamora is a classic and we just always love singing it. And I think it came out beautifully on the album Yeah. anyway. So I'm very proud of what we did. It was, uh, you know, they were total novices in the studio and, um, and yet, but, but I'm not, I'm a real old seasoned pro at this. And so were a lot of the other people we got to come in. So as a group, collective effort we we uh we made it happen i think yeah you did maria you did make it happen thanks for being so strong in this community your voice your passion it comes out in that cd and talking to cat when we mentioned that she, we were gonna 
um, talk to you, she just lit up her voice lit up. So thank you for for Uh doing that for so many years for many, many audiences and still doing it. We appreciate it. Oh, my, my pleasure. I, I, um, I, I miss doing it. I'm very disappointed that that we can't go out and play these songs in person for people, but we really appreciate your doing this podcast, and hopefully you'll be playing some of the cuts Absolutely. and sharing it with everybody. We'll definitely play Gamora you better believe, since, yeah, Gamora. since you and, and Kat um, and Mick all brought that one up, so we will definitely play that one oh. for sure. At least. <laughs> okay. And we'll cool. make sure everybody knows about it, too, and we appreciate you giving us your time. Yeah. Thank you so much okay thank you and happy passover happy easter let's let's remember even in this time of grief um we've lost so many already like i i'm still so sad about john prine and so many people are are losing dear ones but let's also remember that this is a season of resurrection and regeneration and let's let's look forward and keep our eyes on that thank you for that reminder maria thank you i I just wanted to say too i I think if you want to if you want to talk again anytime soon let us because i think you may have a few more interesting stories there's an old blues song that that goes don't start me talking i'll tell you everything i know <laughs> so so, so you ain't wrong about that but um my love goes out to uh all the people listening and um Let's just all stay safe and healthy, and um, we can't wait till we can be playing this music for you in person. Wonderful, Thank Maria. You, Maria. You have a wonderful stay day. Safe stay as safe, well. okay? Yep. Okay. Oh, with love from the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye. Hey, listeners. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Don't you look 
Left nothing there but fire The wife of light got turned to salt Because she looked behind her Because she looked behind her Because she That's royalty right there. That's a national Dude, treasure. I'm, I'm she like made up a cry. up this whole time. Like, uh, they mean that. Yeah. Come that's on. a national treasure. That's, that's yeah. like, like the scenes elder and saying, all right, everything's going to be fine, kids. Just keep doing it. This is time for resurrection. Don't look back. Keep going. Like so many of us need that message right now. We heavy. need to be like, look, things are messed up right now. <laughs> it's going to burn down, but Just don't go. keep going forward because there's something else. It's not going to end there. It's going to keep going. And, and don't turn around. Yeah, man, that was super powerful. Yeah, and what a back. reminder. I was thinking about myself, like all those things that I tell myself of like why I can't do something or Remember I was saying about the full moon, like leaving stuff behind. Like, mm-hmm. Don't look back. Just drop it like it's hot and keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah. That's awesome. All I know is I want to, I can't, I want, I'm going to go out. I want to go out of the patio and listen to Midnight at the Oasis Yes, me too. <laughs> I didn't know. Everybody knows that song, but I haven't heard it in a long yeah. time. Yeah, man. This, that, that was a real honor to have all of them she on looks the show. amazing that picture i pulled that's like 72 or 74 when that, was that midnight her. at the oasis came out that's a beautiful lady with a beautiful yeah. voice and a beautiful heart and yeah. and strong yeah and some fun stories somebody <laughs> that gets it too I, I love the when we get somebody on the show like that that is just full of stories and wants to talk and, and has a message and has, has something to say it's just gonna say and has something to say at the end of all of it, like wrapped it up in this beautiful bow and like, here you go, kids, take care. What a beautiful episode this is going to be with the three of them. And they all have this soft, genuine, Mm -hmm. we need that right now. Like hugging nature. Like you can hear the hug in their both, all three of their voices. Cat, I just wanted to, like I, I just wanted to grab her cat, and hug her. Cat, yeah, <laughs> cat. They, the cat really. I love how you how when we talk to some people, most of them involved in this community, talk with a sense of wonderment. Yes, still. like a child almost. Yes, like every Apple. day is just a new awesome. thing to yeah. learn. Like mm-hmm. that, it's incredible. What? Yeah. I wanted to grab Kat and hug her, and I wanted to be hugged by Maria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and that's why I wanted to make sure to say that she's got. You can tell, like, like that. She she's got a lot she wants to talk about. Yeah. Well, and, and amazing it, stories. Who Man, doesn't want to? I could just right? sit here and listen to her stories all. Day. So I mean, tell me about hanging out with Jerry. Because I was Go. like, I mean, yeah, that's like, that's like, that's like, uh, they were friends like us their whole yes. life. Yeah, like, yeah, to yeah. them, it was this friendship. There just happened to be music with it. Mm-hmm. It was their lives. They were all, you know, it's just amazing to hear those stories. Like you right. said, she's like royalty. It's yeah, that's a national so sweet, treasure. so and sweet. Aww. I can picture the whole scene at Front Street. Like getting there at 10 o'clock at night and everybody just hanging out and waiting for the angels to show up. 
and there wasn't cell phones. Did you call the guy? Is he coming? He had, Billy said he'd be here in an they're hour. Probably all singing or I doing don't some know. fun. Yeah. I'm sure they're on the way. <laughs> Budweiser cans with the with the popped the yeah, the pull uh, tab, tab. Oh shit! Right on. I love it. Dennis, thank you again, man, for that one. We love um, Dennis. Come, come yeah. through for us, brother. And we love you and we appreciate you. And everybody out there, take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands, man. Be safe. Yeah. And we'll get through this. Don't turn around. Don't, don't turn get around. Let's go forward. Let's resurrect. Let's redo. Re-evolution. Yeah, Re-evolve. No all all Re-up. of those things. Re. Rejuvenate. Re. Redo. <laughs> Riri. Listen to Riri. Riri. Rerun. Take rerun. Safety first right now, everybody. All right. Hydrate. Wash your hands. We love you. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.